This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall is warning about the terrorists who have crossed over into the U.S. at the Mexico border. Marshall says that the newest threat added to the problem of illegal drugs being brought over along with human trafficking is now the danger of terrorists coming from the Middle East. Marshall spoke about it on Fox Business on Monday. The situation involving Hamas, knowing those that are entering in this country because of the porous border that can do bad things here, not only is that a safety issue for our communities around our country, but also it's a very direct threat upon our nation. Marshall also addressed the ideology that's being taught on college campuses that he believes is making it harder for Jewish students to feel safe there. You know, it's incredibly sad, but we shouldn't be surprised when we've seen the rise of progressive ideology taught on our college campuses, Marxist theory. These protests are simply the manifestation of what's been going on for many years. You know, less than three months ago, I was in Sterut in Israel, looking at Gaza, listening to the individuals who live in that community saying they simply wanted to be able to live in peace. But yet you hear protesters using not free speech, but hate speech, uh, creating fear on our college campuses. It's time for our administrators to be able to stand up and communities to be able to stand strong with our Jewish students. This past Monday, State Representative John Rogers was taken into police custody after a judge revoked his bond. Rogers is accused by U.S. Attorney Prim Escalona of violating the terms of his bond agreement by contacting one of the witnesses. In the court filings, Escalona revealed evidence that Rogers sought to FaceTime an individual involved in the case against Rogers just hours after he was charged and released on bond. The defense attorneys for Rogers argue that Rogers mistakenly called a witness who has the same name as someone else he was trying to call. The defense lawyers for Rogers will be back in the courtroom on Thursday to address the issue further. Rogers is accused of funneling money to State Representative Fred Plump through a community fund designated for a youth baseball league in Jefferson County. Plump, in turn, took part of that money and funneled some of it to his assistant, Very Kindle. A resolution was passed by the Lee County Republican Party that condemns state libraries that are including sexually explicit books within their children and teen sections. The resolution called this whole effort indoctrination by leftist groups who believe there are multiple genders and that men can become women. The Lee County Republicans are calling on local libraries to disaffiliate with the American Library Association. The ALA is currently being led by an avowed lesbian Marxist. A few days ago, the director of the Alabama Public Library Services, Nancy Pack, responded to the promptings from Governor Kay Ivey and ultimately decided to discontinue the yearly membership fee that is being paid to the ALA. A ruling was made by the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration to not establish a speed limit on boats within the Gulf of Mexico. Environmentalists were seeking to reduce the boat speed to 10 knots in order to protect the rice whale species. The rice whale was first identified as a separate species from the bride's whale in 2021 and has only been found so far in the Gulf of Mexico. All of Alabama's House and Senate members oppose the proposal, saying it will affect both tourism and industry in that area. U.S. Senators Katie Britt and Tommy Tuberville are also urging the Biden administration to not finalize a designated critical habitat for the whales in the Gulf of Mexico, since this would have massive impact on Alabama businesses, along with the oil and gas industry that's in the Gulf waters. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration is issuing a recall on 26 over-the-counter eyedrop products due to bacterial contamination. 
No injuries have been reported at this time from the use of those eye drops. The recall includes products with the brand name of Leader Rugby Velocity, CVS Health, Target Up and Up, and Rite Aid. The move comes after unsanitary conditions were found at the manufacturing facility in which a bacterial test came in positive. The extradition of Joran Vandersloot was delayed on Monday. The inmate at the Shelby County Jail is going to be flown back to Peru to serve out a murder sentence when it comes to the death of a Peruvian woman. The flight that the U.S. Department of Justice sent to extradite Vandersloot had mechanical issues and had to be delayed from takeoff. Vandersloot has been in Alabama since the summer months to be tried for extortion surrounding the Natalie Holloway family and the disappearance of their 18-year-old girl. Vandersloot reached a plea deal with the Holloway family in which he provided details on how Natalie died, which was in essence a murder confession on his part. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news... House Republicans have released a plan that provides $14 billion to the country of Israel by cutting the budget of the Internal Revenue Service. This move comes after the promise was made by the new House Speaker, Mike Johnson, that a standalone bill for Israel would be considered in the House, but not a bill where other funding issues are attached. For example, more money being sent to Ukraine. President Joe Biden was seeking a full package of $106 billion of taxpayer money to be sent primarily to Ukraine, then to Israel, and then to address border security. But Johnson says he wants to handle the funding issues separately. The House Rules Committee will consider this bill on Wednesday. There's a win in Texas as a federal judge has issued a temporary restraining order on the Biden administration to stop agents that are on the ground in that state from cutting razor wire that allows more illegal aliens to pass through. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton is the one who filed the lawsuit on behalf of Texas officials in the Del Rio area of the state who say that federal border authorities were interfering with the miles of wire that has been laid down along the Rio Grande River near Eagle Pass. U.S. Western District of Texas Judge Aliyah Moses ordered the federal government to stop cutting the razor wire pending a November 7th hearing. A strike is over by the United Auto Workers after an agreement is reached with the big three, General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis. The deal was announced on Monday, and the details so far indicate that union workers will see base wages increase by 25% through April of 2028, also the elimination of wage tiers. Auto workers at an EV battery manufacturing plant in Ohio will also see an 11% wage hike. The CEO of Google was in court on Monday as part of a massive antitrust lawsuit brought against the company by the U.S. Department of Justice. Sundar Pichai took the stand to defend the company's default position as the number one Google search engine. Google is accused of violating business practices in order to establish and maintain online dominance and to curtail or undercut any competitive startup. During questioning, Pichai admitted that Google is actively paying for ways to be the default search engine. One example that was used used by the DOJ prosecutors was how Google pressured cell phone manufacturers to make the Google Android operating system the default for the devices and paid billions of dollars for that to happen. Lawyers for Google argued back that a default can be changed by the phone user. A D.C. judge presiding over a trial by special counsel Jack Smith against Donald Trump has now reissued a gag order against Trump. Judge Tanya Chutkin did so on Sunday night, prompting Donald Trump to call Chutkin a very biased Trump-hating judge who should have recused herself at the start of the trial due to her blatant and open loathing of him. Trump says this is illegal and unconstitutional and will be appealed. The American Civil Liberties Union has actually filed 
an amicus brief in support of Trump in this trial, saying that the gag order is too broad and will entail issues that are relevant to the 2024 presidential campaign. Chutkin wrote that Trump appealing to his broad First Amendment rights was ignoring the judge's obligation to protect the integrity of the proceedings. Another case involving Trump is going on this week in Colorado. The Secretary of State there, Jenna Griswold, is seeking to disqualify Trump from having his name put on any ballot within that state for the 2024 presidential election. Griswold is seeking to classify Trump as an insurrectionist, which is the term that was used and written about in the 14th Amendment section that covers who is qualified and who is not to run for president. Of course, Griswold is using the January 6 events on Capitol Hill as the reason for disqualifying Trump from running again. Over in Florida, the Florida Republican Assembly is now calling on their governor, Ron DeSantis, to drop out of the Republican presidential primary and focus on his leadership role in that state. The organization accused DeSantis of using his position as governor to campaign for the office of president, which has taken him away from his official duties at the expense of the Florida taxpayer. The group also cited the lack of enthusiasm nationwide for DeSantis as another reason to call it quits. Well, the number is only at 7% of adults and 2% of children who are taking the latest edition of the COVID-19 vaccine. The CDC has released recommendations for those booster shots starting this past September, but those pleas are falling on deaf ears, apparently, after the CDC released the results of a survey of 14,000 Americans that was conducted from October 8th through the 14th. The survey revealed how low the percentage was of adults getting the booster. In fact, 37% of adults surveyed said point blank they will not be getting a booster vaccine. When it comes to the COVID-19 vaccine, here is an ongoing discussion among scientists who have made bombshell discoveries of even more contaminants within the plasmid liquid of the vaccine, never mind the mRNA, which causes your body to make the spike protein, which is problematic in and of itself. Kevin McKiernan made the discovery here in the U.S. through testing, and Byron Bridal did the same thing in Canada. Both men spoke on the Steve Kirsch podcast. When I've talked to Kevin and and Byram about this, they say that this is very serious. You cannot write this off and that these so-called experts that they're saying there's nothing to see here. It's all based on speculation. And this could be extremely, extremely serious. Is that correct? Sure. Yeah, you're 100 percent correct, Steve. What we do know, this is very, 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 very important. Health Canada, right? The equivalent of the FDA. But in my country, Canada, Health Canada has confirmed Uh, And they seem to respond once Kevin reported his findings, they went and looked and they have confirmed the presence of uh, the SV40 promoter in the plasmid, bacterial plasmid DNA that Pfizer used to manufacture their shots. Canada has, Health Canada has also confirmed that it is a bioactive genetic sequence, right? Which means that it can do things in the body and they can't definitively say or rule out the potential for harm but they have admitted that it's bioactive if it should be contaminating the vials. Now we have data due to the work that Kevin did with uh, Dr. David Speaker, a virologist in Canada, showing that all of the lots, all the vials they looked at for Pfizer in Canada were also contaminated with this bacterial plasmid DNA. So indeed it is there, it is being injected into people. And Health Canada has also confirmed that that was not disclosed to them by Pfizer. And finally, they've confirmed that that is against their rules. It breaks their rules. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. 
And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 